Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast, where we torture you with Halloween screed. So grab your sickle, an alibi, and a pint of your choice type, for the covenant is about to convene. Join us now, unless you are afraid of clowns. <laughs> Welcome to the Vacation Scares Podcast. I'm your ghost host, Trixie Tom, join alongside my skeleton crew of Jinxed Joanna, Jostled John, <laughs> Dastardly Dave, and possibly Evil Ian and Cataclysmic Chris. Are you ready to die? Yes. We have a full house tonight. Well, at least a partial house at the moment, and maybe more's to come. We have Adventures by D. John Self, and Joanna's back on the podcast, too. Holy cow, we got a lot of people. And yeah, like I said, uh, Chris may show up from Adventures by D, as well as Ian. He's currently working, and uh, he's supposed to jump on after he gets back. All right, this episode, because of uh, life events that uh, kind of put me on the sidelines for all of October... I am jumping, I'm just throwing everything into one last episode, one last vacation scares to go over the rest. And that is a lot of content <laughs> with Dave and John here. Lord knows how long this could go. Good days, maybe till next Halloween. We don't know. So we're going to bypass the usual YouTube channel. Actually, I, today I released the, uh, <laughs> the Epcot uh, with Ray Parker Jr. Did anybody get a chance to watch that before coming on tonight's episode by chance? I little, watched it. A little bit of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Heck yeah. It was good. Oh, man. Glorious. And I tell you, I have um, Billy Ocean. I went Monday to see him. So I have that, too. What what a tell of two 80s artists those are. Like, <laughs> Parker, Ray Parker Jr. came out. Like, before, like, they announced it, like, his whole band kind of came out. And he came out. And they kind of put their guitars on. They were ding, 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 like, playing around. And then they made the announcement. And he was just, like, dressed in, like, just, just normal, like, what you'd wear it up and down the street. And then <laughs> Billy Ocean, like his band came out, you, they started playing, they did the thing. He showed up right at the last minute, starts singing, all in white, like all done up. He's dancing. Like he he was a complete showman where Ray Parker Jr. is just like, you know, I'm just happy to be here, collect a check. And <laughs> Both concerts were phenomenal, though. I, I got to tell you, so good. So, <laughs> so, yes, listen or go watch both of those. They will be out. The one is out now with the other one. I know I, I, was, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. I guess I should also go around and do the other plugs. Uh, Dave, Adventures by D, go check out that YouTube channel. You guys got all kinds of Halloween content going down. Of course, you also love to go to Bucky's. I think you have a new one, right? Like Alabama I, or something? I, I do. Madison and I went to Bucky's, so that's a new video. <laughs> and then we also put up something a little bit more relaxing. Not that Bucky's is it, but like a fall leaf video to uh, music, kind of as a screensaver. So you can check that out. Oh, There's an hour yeah. of all foliage here from North Georgia. It's pretty nice. Um, And then I'm working on the uh, annual Six Flags Fright Fest, which we just got back from Sunday. So that video will be up this week. So, I mean, we'll get into it in a little bit, I suppose. But so you only went to the Fright Fest one time? No, this is my third time at Fright Fest. Okay, Third year in a row. Yeah. No, I I, I mean uh, one time this season. This is like, this is the one time you went? Yeah, this is the one time we went. Yeah, we had some uh, family things that we had to attend. uh, Yeah. It's been a busy Halloween, both uh, personally and professionally. So yes, uh, yes, me too. But we did get we did get to scare we did get to um, Fright Fest on Sunday. 
and we're working actually to try to get to Stone Mountain on Friday. We have some friends coming in. So. Oh, nice. All right, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then, of course, you have John Self, who's at Pastor John Self on Twitter. And, of course, you can find all his articles. Well, not all of them, but a good bit of articles on piratesandprincesses.net, mousedining.com. Look at that. No, no notes or nothing. That's how good I am. Now, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle of working on three projects for Universal Family Vacations, so oh, you got to get that in, too. Yes, there you go. Universal Family Vacations. Is that that's a website as well as a, as a website? Yes, that's a website. Okay, okay. So .com, probably. So .com? Mm-hmm. .com. All right, so go check that out, too. Of course, Joanna, the bassist for uh, – what's your band? <laughs> oh, I, I left that group, so. Oh, what? Oh, well, that means you've really made it as an artist because how wow. many groups you break up with, that really shows. <laughs> You mean to tell me yeah, last we, night you're at the Iron Maiden show and Steve Harris pointed to you and said, I need a backup. <laughs> and I said, you. Then I'm your girl. I'm free. I'm available now. Um, <laughs> Let me do a quick poll of the of our audience. Or, or not of our audience. Of our uh, cast here. And so this, this will only be actually <laughs> Dave and John. This is so curious. All right, Dave and John, you get to pick. Joanna went to Iron Maiden uh, last night or two nights ago. It was Sunday night. Sunday night. She went to Iron Maiden. So the full stadium, the full concert of Iron Maiden. Oh, you can oh, go. By the way, yes. they're in Tampa on Thursday. Yeah, I saw that. Seriously, there. go. Oh man, Thursday. I this... mean, it was literally the greatest concert I've ever been to. Wow, that's something. It was better than what I saw them in the night early night. Okay, nights. I feel I, I feel that like Joanna is amazing. skewing the stats of this, this or that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I was just excited to tell Tom to get his butt to that concert. Oh, I'll have to check it out. All right, so you can you pick either that concert, the one concert, or you can pick the two concerts that I went to on Friday and Monday, and that is <laughs> Billy Ocean and Ray Parker Jr. Wow. Um, let me think about this for half a second. Exactly. Even I. Even I'm going to pick Iron Maiden. Oh! Me too. Without hesitation, <laughs> Iron Maiden. I, you know, I thought now, it was a no-brainer. No, just, just to clarify, I'm assuming that I paid the same price for both because that's a big factor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's free. It's, it's okay. gratis. Yeah. What would you want? I, I, I would assume that you both would have went for the cheap free concerts over the one stadium Iron Maiden concert. But, yeah. No, literally, okay. literally, you are telling us why we chose Iron Maiden. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Iron Maiden is very good. I like, the, I like the 80s bands, but uh, Iron Maiden's really good. Yeah, well, I've never, seen was, them, I've never seen them live. I would love to see oh, them. Oh, my God. It was amazing. 20,000 so person sing along. Yeah. I mean, no, no, pretty yeah. sure my soul, my soul will be much darker after seeing <laughs> Iron Maiden. That's a different conversation. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know about that. They've got some pretty uplifting stuff. Like You, you didn't ask that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, they... No, I wasn't referring to the music. I was referring to the crowd. <laughs> I, I oh, saw I him. I saw him in Pittsburgh when Blaze Bailey was the lead singer. I saw him in a little yeah. club. I, I was literally three feet away from Steve Harris as he was playing on this little stage. Oh, sweet! <laughs> you can't get within a mile of Steve Harris now. It's crazy. Oh yeah. my god! It is crazy. Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. They had very good the show. full set pieces the Y'all, whole way yeah. across. Yeah. And the you know. Yeah, they're they're they a good show because. David had his wings melting him fall. It was this giant set nice. piece over top of the drum riser. And it uh, okay, I'm, being the old, I'm being the old gray-haired guy right now. Uh, we said we have a lot to talk about, so we don't want to bore the audience. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's move on. But yes, very good, very good. I'll just cut all that out. <laughs> no, I won't. 
All right, let's get started with some uh, Halloween talk. How about we do that? That'd be cool, huh? Uh, let's start with, I guess, we guys want to start with Mickey's Not So Scary or HHN. We'll get rid of one of the big ones right out of the gate. Let's go with uh, HHN because I did go to HHN. Now, with I, I have not actually done the one house yet. Uh, the, the, <laughs> Blumstone or Seriously. Blum Blum and <laughs> Blumstone. What am I talking about? Yeah, no, I uh, was gonna go the other oh, night wow. and I didn't go. I was gonna go Sunday night and I didn't go. In fact, my plan uh, was to go to Epcot last night, which I did to see Billy Ocean. Go to HHN tonight early, hit Blumhouse, and come back to record this, and uh, maybe go another night this week because you know Wednesday or Thursday because then my pass is over. And I realized yesterday that that plan is faulty because tonight's the only night that HHN is not going on this week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that was a bad plan. So I will uh, have to go tomorrow or the next night to do Blumhouse and you know, one or two other additional houses probably say goodbye to the event for one final time. How would they have it closed one night? Seems uh, weird. they. They have it closed every Monday and Tuesday. They have it closed. Now they added Monday this this week. Uh, was that due to the hurricane? Due to the hurricane. Yeah, yeah, hurricane. They 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 sometimes. I mean, they they add dates normally, right? Every year they kind of add a day or two anyway. Well, now that they've taken two months, it's cut, there's nothing left to add. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they added Monday. So Monday would have been a dark day as well if uh, they didn't add it at the last minute. But yeah, usually Mondays and Tuesdays. They don't have it. And early on in September, they don't do it on Wednesdays. Early one, one or two weeks, I don't know. Yeah, pretty soon it'll just be every day, I'm, I'm sure. But So, HHN 31, uh, John and Dave, you guys both came down and did it. Uh, I've been to it uh, multiple times. Uh, so, what do you guys think this year over years past uh, or in general of the event? I really enjoyed it this year. But like I was telling Chris, my wife, that she's a HHN Superman. I like it. But like last year to me with more IPs and then you had Jack running around, one of their icons. This year I kind of missed that. To me, the Pumpkin King wasn't as good as Jack as far as an icon. But more importantly, I would have liked to saw a few more IP houses. But that being said, I still enjoyed all the scares. I enjoyed we used Express one night. We never had Express. And so that swallowed us some and made it much easier to get through some of the houses. Uh, the shows, you know, I was there when the water show was going on, and, and it was okay. I thought last year's water show was better, and I didn't have time to get to the other fire show. I saw it last year, and I heard it was kind of, kind of the same. But overall, you know, I would have rated last year's a 10. I gave this year's maybe eight and a half to nine. Still, still to me, a premier Halloween event. You know, if not the premier Halloween event, at least the ones I go to. And, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Halloween. I enjoyed the weekend. I enjoyed some of the non-IP houses as well. And uh, thought it was well run. And uh, wish I could have gone more than the three nights that we did go. Which was your favorite house? I liked, uh, you know, I liked the IP one. So Halloween. The weekend was okay. I mean, it was a good house. and just not into his music. As much as some other folks, which yeah. if I was, I'm sure it would have been even better. Um, Universal Monsters. Mm, yeah. You I know, like I'm into Beetlejuice, so they had that last year, so that kind of spoiled me. But Universal Monsters was good. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just say Halloween. Okay. Not just not just because it's an IP, but that set they had, you walk in and they had that full house dressing. 
in the second or third room, like the full front of the house, front, you know, the yeah. two-story structure. That was awesome. Yeah, that's that's the largest and tallest scenery they've ever created for HHN. Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't, I don't want to throw us off track, but did you guys, did anyone see uh, Halloween Ends? Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. Eh, I didn't really care for it. <laughs> like everyone else, I just, that's like, oh. Of that, tr- of that trilogy of, you know, second, third, mm-hmm. fourth, the, the first one was awesome. Second one was, eh, and the last one, I don't know what the heck they were doing. I, it just makes no sense. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad as people said. Was it my favorite of the trilogy? No, but um, like I thought, Black Phone was better. We could talk about that. We talk uh, about Blumhouse, but Black I did Phone. like I did like the Black Phone Blumhouse because I really enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was very well done, and I just wish I wish for that one. And I saw Freaky Friday or whatever that other movie is too. That yeah. that movie wasn't near as good in my opinion as Black Phone. I wish the whole house would have just been Black Phone. It's just been a basement, right? I mean, there's not a lot you could do with Black Phone. There's not a lot of set pieces. <laughs> well, we can't really discuss that in detail, Tom, because you haven't been through that house yet. <laughs> well, oh, I, I've right. seen the movie. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I will be in the house either tomorrow or Thursday. Mm-hmm. The one mm-hmm. and only time I, I do that, I run that house. So, yeah. Uh, John, what do you say? Uh, a couple things, and now I'm just being the blogger. Dave was really good about pointing out about the Ghoulish Lagoon show. That it's not it's not running currently because her after the hurricane there was apparently too much damage so a lot of people haven't got to see it. I didn't. I see thought it. it was. Did you not get to see it either? I no. I was I was planning on that's one of the things I was going to do. So oh, I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did I did like that they tried to create an original show rather than their marathon of mayhem pattern they used the last two years because that was going to run old after a while. So I want to give them credit for that. The Nightmare Fuel Show, the Fuel Girl Show this year. The, they got to do the full show because many of them couldn't come over from last year because of COVID restrictions. And so they basically did, they did the full show this time, which was better. I agree. Um, so there weren't pieces, pieces missing. As, as I think I've written in many different places, I'm still not old enough to go to that show. It's a little too adult for me, but I'm still not old <laughs> enough, but still that kind of thing. But we can discuss C-Roll when we get to that. So that's a different discussion. Um, we already talked about SeaWorld, John. We're SeaWorld's in the oh, past. Yeah, <laughs> SeaWorld's in the past. Sorry. Um, what else was I going to say? I thought, yeah, that I thought this year's Halloween Horror Nights was really hurt by the lack of IP because Dave and I sound like we're the we're we're the audience that HHN is trying to pull in. Who we like it, but we don't love it. So you need to suck us in with an IP or something like that. Yeah. Now, granted, I have the advantage of getting all the backstories and all the advantages of the houses before the event happens. So I was like, oh, well, the bug house is going to be awesome, and Dead Man's Pier is going to be freaking awesome, and Descendants of Destruction could be really, really good. But the average person doesn't have the same access to that stuff that I do. Yeah. And so when allegedly the Evil Dead or whatever house was going to go in that first big, huge soundstage that we, where we got Hellblock Horror... Um, when they lost that or didn't have that or whatever happened, that really hurt the event because when you those of you not familiar with Universal Studios Florida, when you walked in, they don't usually put an HHN house right there at the front off to the left because it causes too much congestion because they originally planned for that to be a huge queue there. And those of us who did Hellblock Horror, it was fine based on what it was, but the queue was never more than a half hour. And so yeah. that really hurt them a lot. The weekend house did exactly what they wanted it to do. It took everybody who 
didn't remember Michael Jackson, but needed somebody like Michael Jackson style of music, that genre that's younger than all of us here. Just they thought the weekend was great, and it was. Um, I mean, I thought Dead Man's Pier was was the far superior house, but I had the advantage of doing an unmasking tour, so I got to walk through these houses during the daytime. Yeah. So it helps it helps your perspective a lot. I tell you, a Michael Jackson house would be awesome. Yes, it would. Yeah, I know that. I know that was attempted. If we believe the rumors that Netflix wanted so much money for things, and then HBO Max wanted so much money for things, and Universal said, "Too bad." I don't want to think about how much a Michael Jackson house would cost. Yeah, yeah. Oof, that would be so good. Right. So good. Have the actual Elephant Man's bones drop down at you. Oh. No, no. You would just have to do the Thriller video. Yeah. Then we, and then just make it scary. Make it scarier. And then I mean, have it's already him, done for you. Have them catch on fire. Oh, you got all point. the guys with what is it bad? So you got the gang fight. Yep. You go through the middle. But this is this is the same conversation that comes up every year 15 times of why is the Treehouse of Horror not in this in the Springfield area? Yeah. Because Fox never wanted them to have it. They wanted to keep it for themselves. <laughs> they said you can have it if you're willing to pay more money than you make for the event. So what was your favorite house, John? Oh, definitely Dead Man's Pier. Okay. Yeah, that, because that they, did the, the, they did the elevation. They had the yeah. whole setting, even though, sorry, I know I've made this joke in several other places. Um, Universal's come up with their Discover Universal podcast, and that's great, and they give you a lot of backstory, and that's really wonderful. But the backstory they gave on their podcast of that house is not the backstory of the house. The backstory of oh. the house is the woman playing the violin is trying to summon back her husband from the dead. That's why all the other creatures come after you, because he brings friends with him. So she is a creepy person trying to do pet cemetery with adults. I like that's the backstory, which totally takes away this romantic. It's it's a romantic, creepy story, but that's not what Universal presented. One of my I've said this a lot of times already in other places. One of my criticisms this year is I think the houses were incredibly well done, better than they've been done in previous years with the sets and the designs and really well done. But because, as Mike Aiello said, they're trying to tell a story in five minutes and they're trying to tell a story that was too complicated. If I gave you the backstory of Spirit of the Coven or the Weekend House or like Dead Man's Pier or or there's another one, it'll come to me in a second. Oh, and the full backstory of monsters, you'd be like, wow, that's the most amazing story I've ever seen written. That could make a movie. <laughs> and they're trying to do it in a five-minute house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that was a huge mistake. Yes. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys uh, as far as the event. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was a good event. It always is. It's always so busy, though. It, it's tough. I mean, this year, I think right. I enjoyed it more because I could go as a local rather than going down like Dave, who came down and you know, marathon, what, three days uh, back to back or whatever. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's, that's rough. I used to do that all the time. And yeah, that's, that's a, <laughs> that's right. a you're, rough, you're, you're, rough day. you're weather dependent and you've got all this stuff and it will be a recurring theme. Cause I was checking with other people before this podcast staffing in Orlando or, and Tampa is still not up to the level it was before COVID. Yeah. So they're still running. They're still running these events with fewer people than they've ever run them with. Yeah. And sometimes it's really easy to tell. I had a good time. Like I said, I'll be going back one last time to uh, check it out either tomorrow or the next night. But like, but like, Dave, like Dave said, I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth a little bit now. This is still the premier spooky event out there. It's not really a contest. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're a person who doesn't like crowds, um, don't go. Yeah. Period. 
people were complaining about crowds. I'm like, hold on. You're there on a slow night, uh, a HHN <laughs> slow night. I'm doing air quotes right now. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because the problem at Universal Studios Florida is because based on fire code, because they the queues count as extra space, they can put more people in there than they can during the day. Yeah. There's more space for them to go. And so you literally can have more people during HHN than you can during the day. I have to give props to Universal, too, because Tom and I were there opening night, and I think the stage screen was pretty structured and went in on time, if not a little bit ahead of time. Yes. Because, you know, that's especially opening night. I'm, I'm not expecting it to be perfect, right? You know, and but we got in the stay and scream. I got in a little later than Tom. Tom decided to wait an hour for a beer, which I was appreciative <laughs> because I was the recipient of one. But anyway, right. um, that they took us to the Halloween house like earlier than they were supposed to. And they let us in a controlled line and let us out through the barrier around the folks will, that were coming into the scare zone. Right. So I thought it went let well. Me, let me do the let me do the air quotes for the audience for the audience that can't yeah. see me do this. They did that really really well, and the plan all along was for people in Stay and Scream to enter the Halloween house at 5:15. Okay. But the problem was they didn't they didn't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't even tell half the team members. Yeah. Okay, and so so the plan was to enter the weekend house at 5:30. Now those of you who are not familiar with the event. Universal Studios Florida closes at five. You enter into stay and scream areas. You can stay in. Yeah. Um, the event technically does not open until six thirty. I know it always opens before then, but yeah. technically six thirty to give them time to clear the place. But you could like if you guys did obviously do the New York stay and scream area, you could hit the Halloween House, Spirit of the Coven. Did you get to do Spirit of the Coven next? I forget which one we did next. Uh, and then you can know. circle back to, to Dead Man's Pier and Fiesta de Chupacabras because those are scheduled to open at 6. Yeah, I don't remember what the order we did. That was, that was quite some time ago. Because I got a copy of the schedule like about two hours before it happened. Oh, <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I was like, hold on. So you're changing the stay and scream areas and you're ch- doing the times. And I was like, Okay, I will have a new blog out by tomorrow morning so this problem goes away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I thought I I think you're absolutely correct that they did a really good job with that. And if you're unaware, if you're a hotel guest, there's a hotel guest entrance in which you can go through on the Blue Man Group. Yes. Which immediately dumps you dumps you into at least this year dumped you into um, Hell Block Horror. But then after you finish that, you came out next to Halloween next to Halloween. Yep. And so it's still stay in screen time and so you could get in. They plan that out really, really well. I've written lot I've written lots of food reviews that haven't been published yet about Richter's burger for Pirates and Princesses, because that's a stay in screen area. That was wonderful. You know why it was wonderful? It was dry. And they had freestyle machines. Uh, okay, so I yeah. could sit in I could sit in there for a while and then go to then you know what you do after you stay at the Richter stay and scream area, Tom? What do you do? You imme- you immediately go to the Blum House. Uh, the Blum House. I'll be doing that uh, coming up very yeah. shortly. That's, that's why I've been in there so many times. Uh, so. Very good. All right. Let's move yeah. on to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Now, only John and Dave did this one. I uh, waited too long and got uh, cut out or they sold out and I couldn't get my ticket. So I did not get to go this year. But guess what, guys? I hope you'll be happy. Oh, oh he's got the Black Panther going. I hope you'll be happy. I, Black Panther going. <laughs> I got my Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tickets already in hand November 18th. So uh, be ready for that report. Okay. Well, watch, watch this. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of photos and information for the blogger to promote your channel. Oh, you better believe it. Okay. Let's, okay. Well, this 
Keep going. I slowed you down. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So uh, I've gone many years. Uh, I love this event. Uh, man, it's one of my favorite Halloween events. Uh, the parade, forget about it. Just I could sit there and just do that parade all night. But I did not go, like I said, last or this past year. So I, uh, it's up to you guys to tell me what you guys did and what you thought of this. Now, it's now so HHN, uh, not to circle back around on HHN, but this year was definitely, HHN was back full bore. You know, last year they had plexiglass up. And it wasn't the full HHN experience. It, it, it was back 100% this year. It was like in 2019 in, in, in the past. It was just like that. So I assume Mickey's Not So Scary was similar in that respect as far as it being the full event back 100% where it had everything they offered uh, in the past. Um, all the positives and negatives of Mickey's Not So Scary were all back, yes. <laughs> Yeah, we did a lot of the character meet and greets, and they were hugging and taking whatever pictures you want, and nice. as much as you wanted to. So that was definitely back. Oh, perfect. Yep. And they had the parade. And the parade, the parade was back. Um, obviously, controversy. They don't have the the um, mm. characters from Splash Mountain in the parade anymore, and they yep. inserted some other people because Splash Mountain's on its way out. So yep. everyone's like, "Oh, that's horrible." I'm like, "What do you expect?" They need to get rid um, of those damn that, that damn cow. That, that that scene with the that what was it? It's a cow. Well, well, or is, it I well or is it chicken? Here's my response. My response is HHN. You know, and the time many people listen to this, some of the HHN sets will be starting to be taken down yeah. and put into storage and may not be repurposed for ten years. The Boo to You Parade, which is a fabulous parade, and proves what Disney does well. Yeah, it's the same stinking parade every year. Yeah, okay. they, they change very little every year. Kill the farm. So don't ask section. him to change a prop. Kill the farm. I, I don't. I don't even get that farm section. Just get rid of it. I don't, Put I, I don't get the second half. I love <laughs> the first half parade. I love the headless horseman. Oh. But from the chicken mm-hmm. on back, I mean, I don't. I don't get the farm. <laughs> I don't get the Pixar characters. What they have to do with Halloween? Just that cow. The, the, the cow scene. And they go, bark, bark, bark. Like, what is going on? Like, what is this? It, it drives me insane every time I see it. It goes by, like, what? It just, ah, oh, man. I think they do it just so they could do Riders of the Storm. Is that? No, no. Uh, yeah. Is that how it plays in the back? Right. I'm trying to remember what song it is. I, I, I can't country. even help you. I don't know where you're going with this one. <laughs> they, they, put it, they, they loop it in as part, as part of the, the Mickey's Not So Scary. I think that's the only reason. Oh, okay. It. It's just it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. I, I don't get it. It's, they got to get rid of it. But other than that, I love that. Yeah, that parade. Oh, man, so good, so good. Ugh, love it. But uh, and they have the stage show of the Sanderson sisters doing their thing. Um, I've always enjoyed that. They improved the puppet for Jack Skellington during oh, the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, did they have that in 2019? That's yeah, a before, yeah. They really? had it before. They just, it's, it's way better oh, now. Boy, I, yeah, I Once again... We could sit here and I do this all the time. What does Disney do well? What does Universal do well? This is what Disney does well. Yeah. And yeah. they've always done it well. I think that's why that's why we enjoy Halloween so much. Not that we don't enjoy Christmas, but Halloween is more of a yin and a yang between Universal and Disney. Uh-huh. You get, you oh, get, for sure. I don't know if the opposite's the right word, but they don't try to compete on the same holiday. They compete with totally different things. And with Christmas, I always feel like it's Christmas, right? What? What can you do different? You can't do a whole lot different. Yeah. 
by default, Disney does what they do well. They do shows, they do characters, they do parades, they do fireworks, they do all this. Let's create this a period of time where you forget about your life and you forget that things are awful and you forget that, sorry, snarky comment, but someone else said it the other day. You forget that you paid all this money to walk in here and it was worth it. Yeah. Universal's like, we are going to amaze you with our ability to create a setting and a set and an environment in which you really think, at least for brief moments, that you are not in the real world, you're in a scary world. And they both do that really well. And, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom, Disney, they make cupcakes. <laughs> oh, John, John cupcakes. Dave love the cupcakes. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I already have a preview of the holiday um, food at Walt Disney World and oh, for yeah? Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Can we make a cupcake out of pumpkin any more than we are going to do for Halloween? When that becomes public and you hear this, you'll see you'll be like, this is what John meant. There are like 12 different cupcakes made of pumpkin. Do any of them taste like pumpkin? That's all I want to know. I doubt it. Yeah, it's I know. That's experience. the worst part. You, you make you put a pumpkin cupcake out there with a fake pumpkin on right. top, and it doesn't taste like pumpkin. Sorry, Dave and Joanna, this is a running fight between uh, Tom <laughs> this is and me. stupid. Hey, just because it's pumpkin-shaped does not mean it tastes like pumpkin. You're at a theme park. Deal with it. Can you imagine, Joanna, imagine well, you're walking somewhere. It should taste like pumpkin. Thank you. Pumpkin is a big well, enough flavor. We're not flavor. discussing what it should taste like. We're discussing what it will taste like. No, it's an, it's an, the pumpkin shape is an implicit promise. Uh, it's got to it taste like pumpkin. It should. That's a different conversation. It's ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. How, how can you have a pumpkin cupcake that doesn't taste like pumpkin? How? Yeah. It's rather insulting, actually. It's ridiculous. Right? Even if even if it's great, it's gonna be disappointing. Yes, right. it was a good cupcake, but it didn't taste like pumpkin. Like, what right. the hell is a pumpkin cupcake? Like pumpkin. <laughs> those of you, those of you who follow this podcast on a regular <laughs> basis, that we have not run you off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Check back with Tom in about two. I'll never week, get over it. two and a half weeks. Never. And um, I'll have given you a breakdown of every single pumpkin cupcake ever devised. Oh, and, and, um, at least one better I, taste I, may, I may talk into that very same microphone he's talking into to tell you that Tom was right and I was wrong. That's a different <laughs> conversation. Indeed. Oh man. Oh, anyway, I, I oh, let's talk about Mickey's not so scary. Uh, what else? I mean, that's about it. I mean, the fireworks is good. I mean, they were back. Mm-hmm. The whole perimeter. Um, hey, what did you think about the crowd? Because I, I, I mean, I have the data in front of me. I know how many tickets were sold. I know the wait times. What did how the crowd feel for you? So, we wanted to get a family picture with Jack and Sally, and I know that's the most uh-huh. popular thing. And basically, <laughs> that that we we got it. Um, by the way, we did not. They did not let us in early for Mickey's Not So Scary. They had before. And the only reason I say that is because it was about 95 degrees out there for about oh. 20 minutes. So it was. Once we got in at four o'clock exactly, got our wristband. We went right into the town square there, waited about an hour forty-five with Jack and Sally, which is great because we got a great family picture. But um, for those answer, of you thinking that's ridiculous, usually the average wait for Jack and Sally is three hours. Yeah. 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 We we don't do that every year, but this year we had matching um, shirts on with Jack and Sally and some of the other characters, so we went all in. After that, uh, I. I the crowd, it was busy, other than the food lines in both places, which were long at Universal and at Disney. Yep. We, we ate beforehand, so that wasn't quite of an issue this year. I would say it's busy. I wouldn't say it was overly busy. 
I can't. It's like Chris and I, I did a live stream and I got on three or four rides like Haunted Mansion and a couple other rides before the live stream. So um, I would say it's busy, but not not as busy as I've seen it in the Magic Kingdom, certainly. Yeah, the, the data supports that they sold, they had fewer attendees than they did in 2019. Which is interesting because they sold out like every night, right? Or most nights? It, sold, it sells out every year. That's what I mean, though. So did they just sell less tickets? Yes. Which just surprises me because the ticket price only went up $10. But I thought I thought the crowd levels were reasonable for that event because remember, for that event you've got Haunted Mansion during a spooky event, you've got Space Mountain with dark and total darkness, you have the teacups with the special overlay with the music and everything, you have Pirates of the Caribbean with some actors inside of that event, and there's one more overlay of some kind that I can't think of what it is. Uh, they changed the laugh floor up, oh. and and so I mean they they do they do a lot of things. Pirates, they had the characters inside yep. there, and then the wait line. They're, they're quote unquote enhancements. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, but, Space Mountain, I don't need it with no lights on. It just makes it harder. You know, when you hit those turns, they hurt you more. You can't see. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I tried to ride it before it switched, and I was not there in time. Yeah, yeah. that was a whole different discussion. Yeah, no. Uh, and then pirates, yeah, uh, they have a couple guides over the bridge, and a guy in the holding cell. Uh, I mean, that's okay, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really do much of an enhancement. I, I would want to see like put some characters out in the uh, the speedway, you know, like get you know get some people out there like doing some little. In, like, oh. in fairness, they did have a whole bunch more characters in the Fantasyland area and the Tomorrowland area compared to historically. We met Elvis Stitch. Madison really enjoyed ah. that. Mm-hmm. I did too. Nice. He was he yeah Stitch Elvis Stitch was good. And then the girls also met Jack Sparrow outside of Pirates. So ah okay, well, that's cool. But yeah, the enhance was never. Uh, Never, it never impressed me too much. I mean, I, I, I guess but, I appreciate them for what they are, but the John's point though, it is a lot of money, but I, I rarely do I leave Disney property and say I didn't feel like I got my money's worth. Yeah. Whether, whether the whether the arithmetic works out or not, I, I don't. Like John said, once you go in there, uh, I truly forgot what I paid. Just, I don't know. Just, I, there's, I, there's so much to do. If, if you if you go in there for the for the party and you show up when you're supposed to. Yeah. And you have a and you have a reasonable plan and you get view the parade, you see the show, you see the hocus pocus show and you see the fireworks from wherever you see it. And you do a few other things. I mean, I sorry, I Pirates and Princesses paid for my hundred and nine dollar ticket. Okay, so but that's less than it costs to go to the Magic Kingdom for a day. Yes. I will have to say for people listening, so so I'm a parent, but our kids are teenagers, so there's no there's a bit more uh-huh. predict- predictability with the teenagers, but going when my kids were smaller, you know, you're in a yep. you're in a defined time and you have activities you want to do, and as every parent knows, sometimes the kids don't stick to that plan. So That's it's correct. a little bit. I get a little bit more predictability and bang for our buck now because there's a lot less uh, child um, issues to deal with. Put it that way. And you guys are this all assuming fine. that it's not raining on the day that you go to this party. Because if that happens, you know, you don't get the horsemen. They cancel one of the parades. You get an yeah. abbreviated show. You know, then you might walk out of that event thinking, eh, maybe it was a little overpriced for what I got. That's that a good correct. point. We, we were fortunate with the rain when we were down there. We had some rain, but nothing that rained us out of anything. <laughs> nothing like yeah, when I, Ian came I, I remember a beautiful night, so I didn't have a problem. Yeah, you guys are both very fortunate. I'm sure if I would have went, it would have poured all night long. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. And you would have complained about it the whole time. Oh, you know I would have, yes. <laughs> I thought bo- both major theme park resorts did a good job restoring what they do well. And what? Okay, so let's say who who do you both feel did did it better? Did their Halloween the you know their Halloween better? Or let's say what what value do you think who who do you think gives a better oh, see, that's, event with a value? That's not, a, that's, that's not even a conversation. The, the value is far better at Universal for these events. During the day, we could have a conversation where it's apples and apples, but this is so easy. Like my uh. ticket, sorry once again, someone else paid for with Express to Halloween Horror Nights was slightly under $300. Yeah, that's okay. three times the um, price. As Right, but I went 10 times. Yeah, I'm talking about a typical family, though. I mean, you're going one night. I think Mickey's, well, I think the, t- the night, ticket is more. One night's going to be 70, yeah, it's going to be it's much more. It's going to average $75 to $120. But you're not going to feel like you walked out of that event unless you upchar- You buy the upcharges say, saying that you got a good feel for the event. Where Mickey's not so this, scary, you just got to hit one parade and some fireworks, right. and you feel like you got it. Well, this is why I was going to say, I see this all the time because we see it in the sites that I work for. People went to Mickey's not so scary, and they're like, "Well, I don't feel I did anything." I'm like, "It's not our fault you didn't have a plan. We did everything we could do to help you." <laughs> but Tom's point, Tom's point is valid. Yeah. Is if you just did the shows, the parade, and the fireworks, I don't know that it's worth the money you spent. But at least it's close. But you feel I like you did everything. You feel like you, you, feel like you got the experience. Nights, you don't have a clue what you're doing. You're you're just throwing money away. And you know there's ten houses, and you know you only got to see about half of them when you walk out. Mm-hmm. Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, maybe there's not a lot to do, but what there is to do, you know you did it, and you can check it off. Like, okay, I I feel like I experienced this event. Whereas, I think HHN, you, you walk what out. What if you went for character? You went for characters that Mickey's not so scary. And then you discovered the lines were two hours for Pooh and three hours for Jack Skellington. You'd feel the same way. I suppose. I mean, I, I, I Remember guess it's targeted to small children. I don't I don't get. Yeah. Hey, guess what, kids? Sit right here. You can see all these characters come down Main Street. You can take pictures out with them. You don't need to get in. <laughs> who cares? Hey, you know what? Let's Tom, you're worse candy. than me. You've forgotten what it's like to raise a small child. <laughs> yeah. I will that's say. That's not how it works. <laughs> I will say for HH, typically my Universal Disney, I always say Universal is a lot less structured. You can just, you know, if you have a pass or a day ticket, you don't have to do quite as much planning. But I will say for HHN, I've been been uh-huh. in this situation, not this year. If you're out of towner and you're going for one night and it's a busy night and you don't want to buy Express Ooh. or can't afford Express, then you better know you better know what you're doing and what yeah. houses are a priority because you're probably not getting through all 10. Yes. Even if you know what you're doing, I, you probably aren't going to get through everything. Well, if you include the shows, I, I, I still don't think there's a way. I don't, I don't think there's a way to do two shows, 10 houses, and, and experience the scare zones in one night. Unless it's pointed out. I, hear, and, I don't know. I hear there's, some, there's several sites out there that may have a really good editor at I think, the program how to do this uh, and people tested it and did it really well. You know what? But you I, have to stick you have to stick to the plan and there's no variation. You can't you can't vary whatsoever. Are you in that. a stay and scream? Your point's valid. Yeah, you need to stay and scream. Okay. And yeah. you need to not vary from the plan. Don't deviate from the plan. Okay. See Don't that's decide uh, you want to take a beer break. Well, you just <laughs> gotta do the plan. Yeah. We're, I will I will diaper. say, um I forgot to mention this, John. I know you probably have, but if if you're kind of a HHN fan and you're a huge Harry Potter fan, I would go just because Harry Potter's there's not 
you could do whatever you want in there yes. and run wild because nobody's in That's there. It's a valid point. It's the only time. Yeah. It's the least busiest part. There's of no part. lines for the ice cream, for the butter beer. You can ride Green Gots till you're sick, you know, over and over and over and over and, and take your time and look at everything mm-hmm. versus during the day, it's a madhouse back there. So that alone, if, if, I'm, if I'm just a mild AJ-10 fan, but I'm a crazy for Harry Potter, I would go just for that. Yeah, I mean, that's that. That's the real re- good reason to get a multi-night ticket where you can, you know, go to HHN a couple nights and one night don't even go in and just do other stuff that has nothing to do with HHN that you usually can't uh, sit and relax and do. So, yeah, that's cool. Well, I think a better answer to your question, Tom, comes to do with the group that you have. Yeah. It depends on your group. Some groups, it's not going to be a good value to take them to make you not so scary. And some groups, it's going to be a hideous value to take them to HHN. Yeah, I'm just saying the the layman, your typical family. Some people and and like we, you know, our son's not really into HHN, so he'll yeah. go. What what I did after the first night, I had a dinner with him while the girls were already in HHN. My daughter and wife, uh, um, and and both my son and daughter are teenagers, but the girls would go into HHN, stay and scream. Then Dean and I would have a big dinner at Pat O'Brien's, and then we would go into Islands of Adventures till it closes. And then at nine o'clock, Dean headed back to the hotel, and I went. I went into HHN with the girls. So it's Dean is not really into HHN. So I think he went one time to go to the Beetlejuice house, and that was it. So there are some people out there and, and right. that just don't like to be scared and yep. don't like it at HHN or anywhere else. So I, I get that, and so that 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 may be a reason why you wouldn't want to go to Universal at least at night in October. Yep. Agreed. And there's, there's some families that are like, we just can't handle the hassle of we got to do Mickey's not so scary. It's going to go till 12 o'clock at night. We have kids that are too little. It's going to cost us too much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really depends on your group. And that's what makes this so hard. I know it's a really, really good question that we've turned into a really long answer, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it really depends on your group. I would just go to HHN and not even bother to go to Mickey Sounds of Scary, but I'm a 50-something gray-haired male. Yeah. I mean, the other thing we didn't really talk about, and Tom, I don't know where we are time-wise, but not that that's mattered before in, the, in these podcasts. But the, uh, the food situation, like for a family of four, I'm talking both <sighs> parties. It is The lines in both parties for food were so long. So this year we just said, fine, we're going to go eat late. We're going to go eat a late lunch in either City Walk or Steakhouse 71, and that's exactly what we did. And then we we, well, we were on property at Universal, but we walked in from, from Contemporary. We walked in well-fed. Yes, those are expensive meals, but that's something I didn't have to worry about during the four or five hours of HHN yeah. or Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry on the podcast you can't see this. I'm rubbing my head the moment Dave said this because I know yeah. it's true because – you know, if I go to review Applebee's around Endless Summer Resort or I go to check out the Miller's Ale House near Walt Disney World, they're all low on staff. We could, whatever reason it is, Orlando's lost a huge amount of their population that was doing that kind of work during the pandemic. But oh, my goodness, the organization of the of the food queues. And I just want to just to be fair. Dave, I think you're being generous about Universal. It was hideous at Universal. It was hideous all the time. It was 45 minutes to get an adult beverage. It was an hour just to get some pizza fries. 
Yeah, I heard about the pizza fry situation. I don't know how much was true, but all I know is there was a very long line because right. we were going to get some opening night, and it was hopeless at that point. Like Universal, you, like, you can't buy more than one beer either. Like You have one adult beverage in the person. Like I was going to buy – we were going to buy Chris one because, uh, Dave, you showed up, so I, I bought you one. And I was like, oh, let's get Chris one. And they're like, well, the, the bartender's like, no, that she has to be here to take it. Like, yeah. I, you can't buy more than one. Idea. So you're in this huge line. You wait an hour. Like, uh-huh. all right, let me buy two. That way I'm good. No, you get one. And if you're buying one for someone else, that other person better be there or you're not getting it. Right. That's rough. <laughs> um, but just to even it out. So I thought the food lines were not so ridiculous at Walt Disney World. They were bad, but they weren't as bad at Universal. However, the food was terrible. Their Halloween food was awful. Trust uh, me. Shameless plug. Go to piratesandprincesses.net. I struggled to find something to say something nice about the Halloween food and make you sound so scary. The cupcake was uh, one of the better choices. Wow, really? Wow. Well, yeah, I did have part. I did have the Grave Digger shake. The, the, I have to say for Disney, Sleepy Hollow line is always – I've never eaten a Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow in like 35 right. trips to Disney. We went right before the Sanderson sisters show. There's only two people in line. So Dina, I'm like, I'm going to try something. Like, I gotta <laughs> eat. So we had the grave digger shake and it was pretty good. It wasn't like the best shake I've ever had, but it wasn't right. the worst. Well, there you go. Those are the two big Orlando events, but you know what? Let's get out of Orlando. Shall we? Let's go somewhere else. Joanna, did you do Kings of Meaning? I didn't get the Kings of Meaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind then. Let's go back to where I know. Bad weather. Bad weather. Yeah, the weekend we were gonna go it was raining, so we skipped it. And then the weekend I was gonna go with you, you couldn't go on a reasonable day, so we didn't go. Uh oh yeah, I went on a Sunday. Well yeah, I I only only had one weekend, so I had to do Bush Gardens, Williamsburg Monday and Kings to me and the other. All right, so I don't know if Ian ended up I mean, what time is it? Nine forty three. Let's see if he shows up, but um, uh, briefly, Kings of Mania. It's it's Kings of Mania is what it is. There's a YouTube video. Go check it out. Uh, it's fun. It's fine for what it is. It's you know their houses I enjoy more so than Bush Gardens Williamsburg. And uh, we can talk about that I guess next, Joanna, because you did go to Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. There we go. We got something going on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Kings of Mania. I always enjoy that event. Um, the beer out of control. I mean, super expensive. Like more expensive than Orlando. Like. like to buy a beer in that park, it was like I think it was like fourteen, fifteen bucks per beer, Oops. which wow. is expensive. So, yeah, it was a lot. So, uh, but they did have a, a Tumbili, um, Tum Tumbili Lager, like a, you know, Tumbi, that's their coaster. So they have different beers for the different, and it was super good. It was a tropical lager, so it was a little fruity. Very good, very good, very, very, very. I had many of those. <laughs> so it was a very good, very good thing. But yeah, overall, uh, good event. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about Bush Gardens Williamsburg then. How about that? So we can get you involved a little bit. So we did go to Bush Gardens right. Williamsburg. Uh, so did you. So Bush Gardens Williamsburg's event. Um, yeah. I mean, so I don't know about you, but when I went, they had a ton of people in their houses. Did they have a ton we of did. people? I mean, we went, I think, opening night. Oh, man, you, had, you had a ton of people then. Yeah. You even had more than me, probably. Yeah. I mean, they were absolutely packed, but they, like, got rid of half the houses, which they I mean, I suppose they advertised if you looked at the signs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you just, because I just go walk around the park and I know where all the haunted houses always are. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been there so many times. Yeah, yeah. I'm and they were like, they were like all missing. Yes. Like half the park was completely empty and they shut off all the lights. 
So you're just walking through the dark, like across that bridge. I mean, there's just no lights. It's like people just falling over the edge. Yeah. This is crazy. You yeah. Took and off the scare the zones weren't. Yeah. <laughs> took the guide routes off. I so just walking off the edge. Side. Oh yeah. Well, the other reason we got across the bridge is there was a cop there who was shining his flashlight around so we could see. Wow. What was going on? I mean, it was. I mean, it was really dark, and they That's had like spooky. one 12 watt red light bulb for a square mile. <laughs> well, you know, I gotta save some energy. <laughs> you know, so we're walking around, we're hunting for the houses, and they just like all we went to where all the entrances were. Yeah, just weren't there at the time. And let me get your opinion on this because at the time, I was just happy that they had people in the houses. Like I was walking through the houses and like, holy cow, there's people in here. I, I, was, I was amazed. Ian pointed out something oh, yeah, at the excessive amounts of people, which we went, they were crowded with scary. Yes, and he pointed something out. At the time, I didn't really take into account, but after the fact, you know, thinking about it, he's 100% right. <laughs> in fact, in the video, in the check out the YouTube video, he says that at one point, and I wish I, I could bring it up because he says they they uh, willy they willy nilly they just willy and nilly <laughs> like they they have a ton of people in the houses, but they're not doing anything. They're just kind of hanging out, and. I was just more, I was like I said, I was impressed that they had people, so I was, I didn't even care that they weren't like actively trying to scare you or stuff, but it's true. They did have a bunch of people, but they were just kind of there. You know, they're kind of hanging out, so they don't really count. Like, like, well, uh, but that wasn't our, I mean, just because it, it was Caroline going through. Yeah. Um, they, and there, nobody was just standing there. I mean, we didn't have that experience. Maybe you oh, guys we just did. look too tough and they don't bother. I don't know. We did. Well, you know what? Uh, we we uh, recorded through the houses because Wishgrounds of Williamsburg is the one place that they say mm-hmm. openly you can record. So check out that video, especially the diner. Like we're walking through and there's scenes where yeah, like they're in a diner scene. There's like people hanging out. One person's dancing at the jukebox. <laughs> one person's sitting there eating dinner. Another person's behind the counter. She's saying something in a rough voice, but you can't make it out because it's not her normal voice. And you're just like, what's going on here? Like, am I supposed like, I don't get it. I, I don't get what they're trying to, to pull off. Or you walk and there's people just hanging out and like just along a wall, not doing anything. It's, it was just very odd that there's people just kind of hanging out, like waving at you. <laughs> like, like you're like in a parade almost. And the people just, just waiting as you walked by. It was very peculiar. And like I said, at the time I didn't really notice but, uh, you know, after thinking about it and after editing the video and hearing Ian say it again, <laughs> he was 100% right. Like, they're just hanging that, out. That wasn't our experience at all. They were all <laughs> going after us the whole time. Uh, that's un- unbelievable because that was 100%. They were pretty scary, too. That was 100% our experience. They're just kind of there. Like, hey, look at me. I'm in, a, I'm in a house. I'm not doing anything, but I'm in a house. Hey. Uh, scare zones. Um, I don't remember the scare zones all that well. I, you know, I'm happy at the houses. Yes, they took them down, but at least they changed them. I mean, they only kept, well, Diner was a second-year house, and Witch of the Woods was a second-year house. So two, two of the houses they kept. The other three were all new. So, mm-hmm. I mean. And I, three of them were really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Oh, that, that stupid Bayou one that they, they replaced the carnival with? I think that was just, I, I didn't like It's that always one. just dumb. That yeah. area back there, just don't walk back in that They got just. They got just grip they just that find down. the dumbest house every year and do it. They, they keep just, the same tents and you walk through them. It's basically the same thing. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's not good. No, yeah, that one's not good. But the rest of them I really enjoyed. So yeah, I thought overall it was a good event. Of the three uh, SeaWorld Entertainment Hello Screams, it's definitely the weakest of the three. I'd say 
Bush Gardens Tampa was the best, uh, then SeaWorld Orlando, then this. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to do one of them, this probably oh, it's the one free one, right? That's yeah, that's the that's the difference there too. Yeah, this is not a separate ticket. I mean, I guess it is if you don't have a day pass, but this is included in your normal ticket. Whereas both Hell Screams and Orlando is a separate ticketed event that you have to pay for extra. So that that does play a role because they're not getting extra income to build these sets or you know hire staff, I suppose. But but I don't know about you. Did you try to eat at Bush Gardens? Because when we went, they didn't have everything's closed. They yeah. have all the restaurants closed now. It's not even it's, even the good one in what is it, Italy? Yeah, they had that closed. They have all the good stuff. The Frida's yeah, closed. Close. They had the the line the the line for Festa House was literally out the front door to get food. Mm. I mean, in that place, their food isn't that good. It's and, bad. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just uh, they're crazy with the food. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, get some of the people who are in the house who aren't really doing anything. Uh, get them into the kitchen and start uh, cooking some stuff because yeah, it's awful. I did see on Twitter that there's a, a little bit of a <laughs> debate. BGW fans, people were like, like they were complaining. BGW fans were complaining about the food and you know not having staff. They're like, oh well, you know they don't have staff. And BGW fans are like, well, pay them a competitive rate, then you'll get staff. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have to do. Yeah, there's yeah, pay. Oh, there's pay. plenty of people here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people want to work for a competitive rate. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of funny, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, Butch Gardens, Williamsburg, all in all, uh, not too bad. Uh, Bush Grounds Tampa. I'm the only one who went to Bush Grounds Tampa, I guess. I mean, Ian did, but he's not here. Hmm. So, yeah, Bush Grounds Tampa is the premier SeaWorld Entertainment uh, Halloween event, I would say. Very good. Long, uh, thought-out houses. Great characters. Great sets. I can't really speak on the shows because the day that we went uh, this past, <laughs> this year, it was just raining. It was an awful combination when Ian came down. Lots of rain. Uh, I am going this weekend i think friday night actually i'm going no saturday night i'm going saturday uh so i will be there on saturday to check it out one last time hopefully see the shows but very good event it's worth the hour and a half uh drive out from orlando to get to it so good how would you compare it to SeaWorld's version tom i I think SeaWorld can get there but because it's only the second year I, i think they have to grow into it Whereas, you know, Bush Gardens Tampa, they've had it for, you know, up teen season. So, you know, they, they had the experience of being able to to have it and get better and improve it. So I, I think or SeaWorld will get there. It just they need more. Yeah, one of the key things about SeaWorld is during the pandemic and people being laid off, several of the people who did a lot of important stuff for HHN now work at SeaWorld. Yeah. So... The, pro- the problem for SeaWorld Orlando is I have no idea. I, don't ha- I, I have inside information, but I don't have this kind of inside information. Their budget is probably a third of what HHN's is. Oh, I'm sure. So, so it's very hard to compete. Yes. Apples for apples. If you want to hear more about SeaWorld Orlando, go to our last episode, 160, where you'll hear John and I in an echoey fashion speak about it. And yes, John's birthday. <laughs> exactly. Good, good episode. Well, you know what? Let's talk about uh, Six Flags Over Georgia because I can't believe it. Another another year's going by without me stepping into that park. All I want to do is get there so I can stop that stupid pass. I can I can cancel my Six Flags pass, but nope, I gotta keep it. Gotta keep paying that money so that way I can use it at one point. So Madison and I went on Sunday nights, which normally we go on Saturday nights. We normally go a little bit earlier in the season, but this year. Just went there a couple nights ago here in late October. And for Sunday, it was actually 
Weather was beautiful. It was not too crowded. Uh, parked further out than I thought we did. And this is our home park. So I've gone to Six Flags, I don't know, eight times a year at least the last few years, um, decades. Anyway, um, it was it was a good time. We uh, got in, no line, got in. It starts at 6.30, went to our first house. They have five houses, five scare zones, and three or four different shows. So this year, wow. we did have the pass to go into the houses. And we also had the express for the houses. So those are a little pricey. That combo ticket is $60 a person, which it turns out for the five houses, we really only needed express on three of the five. So, um, but that was good because much like Mickey's not so scary, we were on a pretty tight schedule because we wound up seeing every show, which I don't think we'd seen before. So their shows are kind of Madison's favorite is Bad Bob. It's kind of a vaudeville show, if you will, like a Western vaudeville thing. And it's Halloween themed, so it's Bad Bob the Bone Butcher. And so she's watched that for decades, and she loves that show. So we saw that show. They also have a show in their theater called The Crystal Pistol. The name of the show is Dead Man's Party. It's like a dance show with people dressed as zombies dancing to Halloween songs. And the theater is actually pretty nice. And then uh, we also saw a show... They had a, a new show on one of their stages where it was called Monsters of Rock. And I think they're bringing rock bands. And this one was a ACDC tribute band out oh. of Georgia. They were really good. Back in Black, that was the very last thing that we did. And that was that was very good. They also have, second year in a row, they have a disco train. So they have a train that goes around the park. And they have disco lights on it for Halloween. And then somebody's up disco <laughs> dancing in the front. So that, that, that was a riot. But we did the five houses. So the houses, you know, are, are are there's three or four of the same ones. Like one's a zombie one, one's an alien one, and one's a clown one, and then a couple new ones. And they're pretty good. Uh, I think one was called the first one was Devil's Eden, and you know it, it's your typical house, you know, haunted house. Uh, people running around, jumping out, different different uh, scenes. Um, People jumping and yelling and trying to jump scare you. And uh, it was fun. We went through all five houses, and, and uh, I did get scared a couple of times. So did Madison. Um, but it was, it was, it's, you know, Sunday, uh, recommend that over Saturday just because it's a lot less crowded. Um, we didn't even get on a ride, which is rare for us just because we were so busy going from show to show to show. I think we saw all five shows, all five, all five uh, houses, and then most of the scare zones that is hard plus the, tra- plus to, the train ride trying so, to fit those shows it, in can be hard and that was just 6 30 to 10 so yeah, it wasn't a, like that's amazing. it was all night yeah, yeah. That, that's amazing yeah six flags is a weird thing where they it's free admission however you have to pay to go to the through the houses so it's a, it's a weird way they have that set up I, I don't quite understand i don't know why i just went make a separate ticket event and if you go if you buy a ticket to get into it then you go to the houses i it, I don't know. It's it's odd, but they started making Friday nights free here. So now if you go and you have a day pass, you can actually stay and go through the houses free here on the last couple of Fridays. They started. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I bet you they're super busy then, which makes yeah, every I, other night super good. If you're going to the house, like, I don't know if you'd ever need, like you said, if one of the night of the week is free to go to the houses, if you go any other night of the week and pay f- to pay for the houses, uh, you would normally think that would be enough to get you in without having to get the front of the line pass because, you know, everyone who doesn't want to pay for it will go on Friday so they can, you know, do it then. It's interesting. Can you get they, the front they, of the line pass on Friday when it's free? 
I'm not sure. That's a good question. That's interesting. Yeah, because they didn't pay half. Actually, and in, in Six Flags was one of the things that I didn't know is that we bought it, the, the Express Pass, for a specific night. And Chris and, I, Chris and I wound up not going for that night. So we were able to use it on a, on a different night, even though technically it was for uh, it was a data ticket. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I know one thing. Joanna and I had an awful experience. <laughs> Six Flags, New Jersey, uh, Great America, or Great Great Adventure. The express line was longer than the regular line. Oh, my Lord. Check out the podcast, the YouTube video. Yeah, just what a disaster. <laughs> yeah, we, spent, we spent 40 minutes struggling to find something nice to say. <laughs> it was a mess. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. Six Flags America had a better Halloween event than <laughs> Six Flags Great Adventure, which blows my mind to say. But it's true. All right. So Six Flags over Georgia is always a fun time. I will get there next year. Dave, I promise you. We, I make this promise. We still have we still have holiday in the park. Uh, are all the coasters open though? I really want to get there for the coasters. Uh, I believe so. All the coasters were running. All, almost every ride was running except the water rides for um mm. for uh fright fest. So I'm expecting the same for holiday in the park. Well, maybe maybe I can make it up there for holiday in the park then. That would be fun. We'll see. I'm really I'm really excited. Uh, most of the parks around here are closed on uh, closed in January and February, but uh, different subject, but Carowinds announced they're going to be open yeah, all year round. So I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that because now I have a park within a short drive. Yeah. And Kings Dominion, Kings Dominion oh. announced their year round too, which I don't know what they're going to do because it's going to yeah, be that, too cold. That Kings Dominion one scares me. I mean, Carowinds it legitimately snow there. Yeah. No. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> um, Bush Gardens did it, so they're thinking, oh, if Bush Gardens can do it, we can do it too. Except Bush Gardens is a nice park, like. I would go to Bush Gardens, and I've gone to Bush Gardens where I've walked around and haven't didn't ride a single ride. I just walked around, sampled some food, mm-hmm. and left. I would not do that at Kings Dominion. Like <laughs> Kings Dominion is not a pretty park to walk around. Like you're there for a reason. Kings yeah. Dominion, they put it up on an abandoned airport. <laughs> there's the tarmac. Just start putting up rides and rows. And I love Kings Dominion, but you, if if I if a ride or two is down, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if the money I spent was well spent, and so I can only imagine what it'd be like in the winter. Yeah, I I, I know what you'd do because they don't have like okay they have flight of fear I guess they could ride they could run that but other than that what, what are you gonna do in that park I mean they they're gonna have to have some type of show in that theater right I mean <laughs> I, I what would you literally what would you do in that park because their food is garbage they have one coaster indoor that you could run I mean even flat rides they don't. Do they have anything that could run in? I mean, I guess any flat ride could technically run in the cold, but who would? Right. Yeah. Want to be on it? <laughs> there's nothing. There's literally nothing to do in that park. Literally, like I don't know what I would do. Like it's not pretty to walk around. What would you do? I, I don't. I'm, yeah. If I don't he know. was on, he'd go to Boo Blasters. <laughs> oh, Boo Blasters. Because all, all, <laughs> all, all the guns are broken. So that's two. All right. All joking aside, in a blogger Zoom meeting yesterday, that was what the decision was. Was you're gonna see who can get the highest on blasters. <laughs> get the highest on boo blasters. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what's gonna be, and you're gonna pray that the guns work. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, good luck, Kings of Meaning. But uh, enough about them. Now let's talk about. Let's move down back to Orlando because I'm getting a little chilly talking about you know Kings of Meaning. Uh, John, you went with Dave. Uh, do you want to give a shout-out to Dave? Uh, 
Is it Orlando? David, that or that Orlando Dave on Twitter. That Orlando Dave on Twitter. Go follow him. Mm-hmm. He does uh, extensive Halloween content on uh, his yep. YouTube, so check that out. But you guys went to Haunted Road, which is a Universal, yep. no, yeah, wow, which is Orlando-based attraction mm-hmm. or I guess Halloween event. Now, is this a drive-through? It's not a drive-through, right? It's a drive-through attraction. Well, oh. they they have a walk-through house at the end, and then they have some other stuff. But it's mainly a drive-through attraction that should take you about 20, 25 minutes to drive through. Okay, so Joanna and I Did were it? joking in years past that drive-through attractions are dangerous because if you get scared, you hit the gas, you could bump, you could run into the car ahead of you, run into a scare. <laughs> it could be crazy. So how do they handle well, that? In typical Orlando fashion, because remember this this may be from from up the approximate area where you live to this place in Orlando is all, is basically an hour drive, but you're still in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I know. Orlando is huge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everywhere um, in Orlando is an hour drive, right? Yeah. It's, it's, well, oh, sorry. <laughs> hour miles. drive, not counting traffic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. So it's a 12-hour drive. Yeah. Okay. At 3 at three a.m., it was still it'd be an hour. Okay. Um, what they do is, and I have never seen this before, this is how they solve the problem. There are five stages or scenes set up. Uh-huh. And you pull, you pull, you pull your car up. Park. And literally, you pull your car up right up against the next one. And then you watch the scene, then you move to the next scene. And they use the radio to do the dialogue and all the things that go, which that, that part was well. They need to fix their speakers, but that's a different conversation. So they have different F, short FM s- signals, and depending on which station you're at. And so, I mean, I thought for what it is, they did a good job. I mean, they need, they need to adjust a few things. And they struggle because it's out in the middle of Orlando nowhere that when we went for the media event, um, we couldn't drive through there because it, it was too muddy. Okay, so oh. if it's already too muddy to drive through, that's not a good sign for your event. That's not granted, good for this time of year, yeah. No. And now, granted, it's been really, really rainy this year. I mean, I, I get all that, but they struggle with that. But I thought for what it was, you know, it's, I'm sorry, spoiled media person here. I don't know what it costs, but let's say it's twenty nine dollars. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I think I, mean, I it's, priced it's it. Not I think, very much. I, no, no. I think it's like eighty bucks, but it's for the car load. No, 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 no. Well, it's per person. It's not car load. Oh, uh, there must be a different one. I was looking at one. It must have been a different one. It was per car load. It was like eighty bucks. So it's not bad if you get like five people, but like right. if you're like me, that's, you have yeah, two people. You, you know, it's pretty expensive. That's the one in the mall parking lot. What you're talking about. <laughs> Mall parking lot. Wow. Yeah. But that, this one, I mean, you know what? They, did a, they did a good job out there, but it's the, it's the problem of you're trying to create a drive through style haunt. It's kind of like the article I wrote. If you've been to HHN and you're not into Mickey's Not So Scary and you've experienced SeaWorld, what's your next thing to do? I mean, it's never going to be at the top of anybody's list. Well, Gatorland, of course. Their Halloween event. Who's covered well, that? Who's Who's got that next year? Raise your hand. Uh, Joey, well. you got the. You're speaking local, which, Tom. You need to go back. Speak, speaking of which, Tom, I need to tell you something about October 31st. <laughs> We're going to Gatorland. <laughs> if it's a that media pass, my, sorry, I'm in. Those of you behind the scenes, I'm flying down to Orlando. Probably by the time you hear this podcast, I'll be flying down to Orlando. Um, and. Uh, there are three different media things to cover on October 31st, and Gatorland is one of them. 
Wow, nice. really? Oh, my Lord, that is awesome. Now, this isn't a uh, Gatorland food blog, is it? <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm Gator actually nuggets. being a media person, not a food blogger, so we're not <laughs> we're not checking to see how alligator tastes. Oh, man, oh. that would be great. They need to pick them, too. I want this one. They take them. They oh, them. that one, and they boil it. <laughs> yeah. Make you some so, boots. Those alligators belt. get tasted. That's a family operation down there. That alligator, Those alligators get treated like kings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Check out the Gatorland video that I have uh, on the YouTube channel. It is glorious. Gator Wrestling, forget it's about still it. It's like 10, 10 views or something. It wasn't four for like three years. So. <laughs> it was awful. Two of them were me. I know. Yeah, no, no one watched it. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, so, uh, okay, well, that sounds good, I guess. Um, 30 bucks. Yeah, that sounds like something. The problem is it's with Orlando. The, the problem with Orlando is there's just so much. Like, that's right. I mean, you you don't have to like like what would drive me to go an hour to do that when there are so many other things I could do comparable that's the more local. You know what I mean? It it'd be hard correct. to justify. But you've got to remember there's there's a whole a lot of people live up that way, so. There's a whole half of the city up there that Yes. Yep. It takes them way longer to get to Disney World and yep. kind of hard to get to Universal. Yeah, they for could sure. Drive out there on Colonial pretty easily. Yeah. So there you go. That is Haunted Road. Next year, Haunted Road. If you want me to come and cover it, I will. Send me a media invite. <laughs> I get no invites by anyone. <laughs> Dave, why didn't you get uh, a Six Flag invite? Like, you didn't go, like, at opening night? Six Flags? Because you're on I did, the media. Did not, I did not go opening night. But you I've, been, the, invited, okay. I've been invited before. I mean, typically we work with Six Flags and, yeah. and uh Wild Adventure 2 in Valdosta, which yeah. I'm hoping to get to for Christmas, the Christmas event, because I haven't had a chance to go down there, nor have I been to Dollywood this year, believe it or not. But we are going oh, to Dollywood yeah. for opening of their Christmas event, which is spectacular. I love Dollywood's Christmas. Madison and I, I are going back. in less than two weeks. I think I'll wait. Maybe I'll try to get out there next year for Big Bear or whatever it's called. Yeah, the coaster looks like it's yeah. kind of like a souped up, uh, what's the one in Toy Story Land? Uh, yeah, Slinky Dog. Yeah, it looks like a souped up Slinky Dog, yeah. multi-launch type of family coaster. Yeah, I, I need to get out there. I need to get to uh, SeaWorld, uh, Texas. Who, who wants to do all the stuff with me next year? There, there's three of you on this call. One of you can do each thing with me. Somebody can go to Dollywood. Somebody can do a SeaWorld. And yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this for a second. <laughs> Based on how many times you say you're going to do stuff and then it doesn't always happen, uh, I'm not committing my time until I have more of a commitment. Well, no, no, no. If, if, if somebody committed, like, yes, I want to uh-huh. go to Dollywood or I'm going to I'm going to San Antonio or, you know, to SeaWorld. Let's do it. And we actually, like, made plans, then I, I'd be committed. The problem is I don't have anyone. Like, I don't – like, Six Flags over Georgia. It's just me. Like, if I would ever make plans with Dave and Chris, like, hey – this weekend, I want to come up, and they're like, yeah, okay, cool, we're going to do it. Then I, I would I'd do it. I just never get to that step. <laughs> and no one's ever pushing me to get to that step. And, you know, it's an eight-hour journey from here to get there. So, yeah, you know, I'd probably And it's fly. a 45-minute plane ride. Yeah, so, yeah, flying up, and then, you know, I guess I could rent a car or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'd figure it out. But, yeah, yeah, maybe. No, no, you've committed. You make Dave pick you up at the airport. Mm. I'll pick you up the airport, right, which Dave. is no small, no small. I was gonna say, I know, I know what I just committed to because there, I've got way too many flights into into Atlanta airport and wish that I was dead trying to get uh, out there. I've been to Atlanta airport many times, but never left. I never stepped outside, stepped outside Atlanta. I just, it's always in a 
you know, it's a uh, stop on my way to somewhere else. <laughs> Most people run from one terminal to another. If yes. You don't live here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe on my way to SeaWorld, I'll stop at uh, stop at Atlanta, but instead of having a connection real close, I'll have a connection like a day later, hit Six Flags, and then fly mm-hmm. out. So I killed two birds. How about that? Actually, and, fun fun spot is not too far from the ah, airport, and they've been, they they're get building the credit. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're building that Arrow, ginormous coaster down there. So Arrow, I'm not sure the opening date yet, but they're coming along on it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, hit hit that first, then go to Six Flags Over Georgia. Mm, all right, all right. And of course, we'll stop it at Bucky's. <laughs> of, 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 course, of course, there's two in the state now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we got lunch at Bucky's. Oh, glorious. All right. All right, let's move back up to it. Since we're talking about Atlanta, Georgia, let's move back up to Atlanta into Netherworld. This is something that, Dave, you guys do every year. You do it for Halloween. You even do it for uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> so yes, it is a yes. glorious event. Uh, premier event, shall I say. One of the best uh, in the Georgia, greater Georgia area. But tell us about Netherworld this year. So Netherworld is kind of our answer to HHN here locally. Yeah. They're in Stone, Stone Mountain, actually not too far from Stone Mountain Park. And my wife and I started going there. I'd heard so much about it and how awesome it was. And so we started going four or five years ago. And you're right. The first time we went was for for Halloween. But basically, it's... it's I mean, thank, or from, from Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. sorry. And then we start... We've been the last two or three Halloweens. And um, it is an HHN level house. Like the first house, I would call it an HHN level. It's a 20 minute house. Um, wow. and it's, it's got big type scenes in it. People on the ropes, the trapeze, huge, you know, animatronics, uh, your typical scare actors, but they have some pretty big sets there. And, and, and uh, even their queue is pretty awesome. Now these huge moving, moving monsters, uh, in the queue before you get in. And when you get out, they have a midway of, of, uh, monsters people running around on stilts very much like an hhn scare zone they have all these sets um and monsters they've used from previous years in their midway and this year they have a second house that was based on bugs and it was it, they upped their game in the in the second house it was longer a lot more scare actors it was more i guess some industrial look and feel for lack of a better term the first one's more of a traditional haunt but so what, another, is, what is this about bugs this year every every haunt's got to have a bug house yeah. Yeah, I think it was called Parasitic, and, and uh, oh, somewhat I, ironically, uh, we were going through the second house, and one of the scare actors yelled out, hey, Adventures by D, this is not HHN. So uh. they, I think they, they recognized Chris and Madison from the HHN videos. Wow, um, nice. But they were, they're were they always very nice to us. You cannot film there in the house. They've only let one or two of the vloggers um, film in the house over the years. So you, you cannot film there, but you can film in the midway, and there's a lot to see in the midway. There's a lot of um, a lot of uh, scenes, a lot of uh, you know Instagram photo things with fake monsters, and they have a lot. Their scare actors are really good. Like the collector, he's their main scare actor and uh, their main logo and their main character. He's really good. He's a great person to interact with. His his makeup and his outfits kind of unique. We did a YouTube short, and he's kind of the star of that short this year. And he's been in he's been on our thumbnail from two years ago or three years ago. So uh, it's it's um it's kind of our answer for local HHN. Um, and there's another house too, Paranoia. That's that's 
um, we're trying to get to this year that's also a pretty cool local haunt. We've also been to a Valentine's Day, but not Halloween. So we got a couple days to get that in still. So um, Netherworlds is is great. It's if you ask me if you're coming to Atlanta, what's the scary thing to miss, not to miss? You know, it's it's it it would be Netherworld. That they're uh, the the makeup and the, and the houses are that good. Nice. All right. Now that video is not out yet. So we did a short there. Um, because we can't film in the house, I don't know if we're going to do a full, a full video, oh, okay. um, in, in, in that house, you know, just a content decision for yeah. <laughs> using YouTube term, given all the stuff that's going on, the stuff that's in the editing bay, as we say in YouTube land. So yes, yes, yes. I understand. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. It sounds like I will say, um, one thing I did get up, I should have said at the beginning, so you can check us out on adventuresbyd.com. So we do have a website, finally, and hey. all of our links are there. All of our YouTube links are there. Our social links are there. So you can always find out the latest and greatest on our YouTube channel. Go to adventuresbyd.com. Ah, just I'm on it. There you go. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Nice. Fancy. Yeah. I, we still don't have our – I mean, I, I have the <laughs> domain. I still <laughs> never uh, pull the trigger on our website. But one of these days, I, I might do it. Oh, live Dollywood Smoky Mountain Christmas. Well, you already have that pre, uh, loaded up, scheduled for 11.5. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. Holy it's a week cow. From Saturday. Yeah. That's that's another great thing about Dollywood is is in the area, they have pretty much the first Christmas event. So oh. I know that's too early for a lot of folks, but for scheduling trips to different theme parks, it's great because yeah, like in, in the, within a half a drive, hour drive of Atlanta, within four or five hours, Hot Dollywood opens their Christmas first, so. Oh, that's glorious. But, but not just because it's first. They, it's a great. They, the park is beautiful there at night. Oh, so, I love Dollywood. It's so so good. Yeah, we gotta get back out there. All right. Well, I, I think that I think I went through everything, believe it or not, and it's under an hour and a half. I can't believe it. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Any more Halloween stuff you have planned? I mean, we're running out of time. We're recording this. On um, what is it? Tuesday, October twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. Later tonight. No, I'm editing the Six Flags Fright Fest. We've already been there, and we're trying to get back out to Stone Mountain and Paranoia before Halloween. So that's that's what's on the list for this week. And then we got Dollywood in two weeks, which is Christmas, which is glorious. Christmas, oh. yeah, Christmas. So good. So uh, good. Christmas Christmas event started Walt Disney World and Universal in two weeks. So. Yes, Universal. I mean, there's, a, there's already there's already decorations up at Island Adventure. I saw. <laughs> what was I? Well, I was watching something. They were looking. They're telling about the decorations. Like, what in the world's going on? <laughs> yeah, they do that every year, halfway through the, halfway through October. Yeah, very but very I, odd. Very hmm. odd. Yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to going uh, to Universal, see their Christmas stuff because I've been there over the holiday season, but I don't think I've ever partaken in any of the actual holiday events. So, uh, like the Macy's Parade and stuff, I'm super stoked to check that out. So yeah, that's gonna be good times. Like I said, I got my Mickey's not so no or Mickey's very merry Christmas party tickets already. So I'll be hitting that up. I got my annual pass ten dollar discount. <laughs> I was hoping it was more than that. I didn't realize it was only a ten dollar discount. Only uh, ten. Yeah, it's pretty sad, but I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. I'm sure I'll be doing a bunch of other Christmas stuff. I'm sure. Just like Dave, Joanna, you'll be doing some Christmas. You're going to Bush Gardens, I presume. Probably. And you're going to, oh, I mean, you got a cruise coming up in December. Yeah, yeah, we're going to the cruise in December. 
So that'd be good. That'd be real nice down here. The iron is it Iron Maiden's cruise or? <laughs> that'd be awesome, right? <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet though. Yeah. Yeah, just to shoot out. It's our anniversary, so we're going out to uh, Bahamas with my daughter and her boyfriend. Anniversary. Yeah, that'd be fun. Anytime you get on a cruise ship is a good time indeed. Yep. It's carnival, so it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, a lot of dancing. Yeah, a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking, a lot of fun. All right, I guess I, I, I got nothing else. I guess that is all for this episode. I can't believe it. Well, Ian never showed up. Chris never showed up. What in the hell is that? <laughs> is that a dog? dog? Sorry, Man. that is the dog downstairs. Oh, that's your dog. That is our dog. <laughs> Sorry for the podcasters. Mom has come home from a college assignment, and the dog's not seen him all, oh, seen her all day. Oh, how nice. Oh, poor thing. Oh, well, perfect. I will post a picture of the dog on social media so you can see this 10-pound ruffian. Oh, that, oh yeah, nice. The small ones Hershey's, always are the loudest. Hershey's yes. not in here, and I do have the GoPro dog attachment. I'm still trying to figure out what? how to work it into I'm trying to figure out how to work it into a vlog. I will get it in a vlog somehow. How that? What? There's a GoPro dog attachment? Yes, <laughs> yes. I've I tested I've tested it out around here, and, and it's, it's interesting yeah. footage. But I, Those contests where the dogs jump off the, off the dock into the water yeah. and, or they catch the <clears> frisbee, they put the GoPro attachment on top of them, and it creates, it's creepy and interesting all at the same time. I'm thinking of Braves game, Bark in the Park. Maybe I'll take him to well, one. that's a good call. Put the GoPro on him. I'll just sniff butts all day. Like, what is this footage? <laughs> <laughs> on that no. note. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope that gets edited out. <laughs> really? <laughs> nope, that will say. <laughs> nope, it's vacation years after dark. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> All that's right. a second that's a second youtube channel with different content <laughs> yeah oh I hey don't speaking, think I'm on that one. speaking yeah. of uh let me double check to make sure i didn't lose them but i think i'm at my all-time high with youtube subscribers <gasps> oh my lord i had two in the last day i'm at 490 nice. i'm moving on up i had 289 earlier <clears throat> today so i got another brand new one i don't know if it was my epcot uh, eating around, uh, or <laughs> you see the the title? It's, I I ain't afraid of Ray Parker Jr. or spam, because <laughs> I went to the Hawaii booth yes. and got the spam. Hawaii booth. <laughs> nice. I crack myself up. That's really all that matters, as long as I, I, I make myself smile. You should have checked with your editor, because he would have said, "I ain't afraid of no spam." I ain't afraid of no spam. Oh yeah, I didn't put the no because I didn't want to do the double negative because there is a little bit of I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the whole double negative thing. So and it, just using ain't, I had to use ain't because it's part of the song. So okay, I'm yeah. I'm gonna defer on that one, on the ain't part. Yeah, it, it it bothered me to have to put the ain't in there, but I have to. Oh, no, I don't know. I think ain't's a perfectly cromulent word now. It is. It is. It's not an academic writing. Mm, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you're not gonna use it, but yeah. <laughs> We're not academics, so we good. <laughs> we good. We real good. Sorry. As we're talking here, I have two. I have two people following up on job interviews to see if I can be academic. So don't <laughs> yeah. lump me in right now, okay? <laughs> Put me in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think that will close the casket door of this episode. So thanks to my wrecking crew for joining me. And until we scream again next season, if you're gonna have a pumpkin cupcake at your event, make sure it tastes like pumpkin. And keep making memories. If you don't touch the characters, they won't touch you. May the adventures be with you. 
And as always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationeers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationeers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers. <laughs>